0: What's up, gays? Welcome to the Gay Girls Club. I'm your host, Bethany.
1: And I'm Spencer.
2: And my name's Alyssa, and this is a podcast for girls who like girls.
1: And, and we're, back.
2: we're back.
1: That was not in sync. That should tell you everything you need to know about this episode, everybody. What is up We're so in sync. Tooties. It's tooties. just Bethany and Alyssa today. <laughs> Can I ask a question really quick before we start? Always. I wanted to ask it earlier, but I did not I wanted to wait until we recorded. Always. Um is. I made a comment earlier that if Alyssa apologized, um, that I would kick her. And she said, Maybe I need a little kick. So my no, question to you, a little kick. So <laughs> I wasn't even need. It was my one. My question <laughs> to you both is would you ever receive or give a stomp onto a partner sexually like just like like you put your foot on them or if they were like hey give me a little kick not hard just a little
2: eh. yeah why not if they want a little pizzazz you pizzazz. want a little kick babe let me give you a little oh i just i don't just don't understand why thing?
0: someone would want me to kick them
1: I think Alyssa and I know. Look, look. There's some people who you're there just are... like, step on me. Exactly. No. Right, but you would be the one stepping, I'm assuming. Cause... Yes.
0: I'm f- fairly certain that I would crush someone. You may feel well, w- that well, no,
1: you wouldn't like, you wouldn't, like <laughs> I'm going to kill you. It'd just be like, a, just be like <laughs> a little press. Yeah. Um. If someone asked you to do that, would you do it, Bethany?
0: The opportunity has never arose at this point in my life. Obviously. I, Carly I'm doesn't okay.
1: seem like someone who would want somebody to step on her.
0: No, and I'm okay with it not happening, but if someone oh, asked me I I guess I would I would just, you know, see where the spirit leads.
1: <laughs> like the Holy Spirit Carl. <laughs>
0: That's what Carl always says. She's gotta see where the spirit leads. So
2: The Spirit has
1: asked me to step on you, honey. Lay down
2: lay down good luck yeah yeah how about you spence
1: <laughs> sure i do Why both. The hell
2: not if it's they okay, want right? it sure if somebody comes not somebody but if somebody <laughs> i'm
1: somebody if, walks into your house and goes Alyssa, step on me and you'd be like okay
2: if they say step on me, me put my boots on for two thousand buckaroos i'm like hey sure outside though
1: <laughs> that would be the minimum is two thousand.
2: The absolute bare minimum. Yeah. For a stranger.
1: Oh, for a stranger.
2: Yeah. If they are
0: offering me $2,000, I will step on you. Yes. Mm. 100%. All right.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you for starting this episode off with a spicy one. I I just love that the spirit led us there. The spirit always leads where it needs to lead. Pretty sure I I led us there. I love that you said the Holy Spirit. (laughs)
1: I was just unsure.
2: Well, we got a banger for you today.
1: We got a good one for you today. (laughs) We really
0: do. So today we're coming at you with some astrology. We're gonna talk about our horoscopes. We're gonna just gonna talk about some different uh astrological things.
2: Fuck yeah. That's all I've got. I think that was a great introduction to our episode, Bethany. Thank Thank you so much. I don't prefer to do
0: the intros. (laughs) Anyway, I thought that we would start by looking up our daily horoscopes, (gasps) which we have a couple options because for our listeners, just so you know, I am obsessed with now two different apps that I look at. Quite literally every day, mm-hmm. the first one being co-star, which I love it. But also some days, co-star comes out fighting, like, and they just are mean and only have negative things to say.
1: It's not very. Well, that's that speaks to the Gemini in you. It's not very often that you and I have issues, though. On Co-Star. that is true. That is people true. Send me screenshots at like midnight of our co-star. And I'll respond the next day and I'll be like, all right, let's paint something together, I guess.
2: Uh, Literally, she sent me, I'm trying to find it right now. Bethany sent me one and it said, you and Alyssa are always there for each other. We're good for impulsive adventures, gym buddies, comfort in times of distress. But look out for judging each other, not feeling heard, and bruised feelings. So I basically read all of that and ignored the entire top part and said, wait, did I offend you and bruise your feelings? <laughs> and she goes, no, ma'am. I was more pointing at the positives. It does come out swinging. It does. They, yeah, they really do
0: come out swinging. I feel like there was another one that recently said, like, we should fly into the sky together. And
2: It did say something. you should write
0: me a poem. Oh, yes. Oh, this one. Oh, we were roller skating, flying around the city deftly twirling and somersaulting to the beat of the punk song that's playing in your heads
2: that's so romantic
0: i love that
2: for us
1: do you know what mine says about like just me today like you know how it gives you like your daily thing it says are you ignoring your sadness (gasps) today you're pushing on old wounds just for the poignant rush it isn't easy to accept your own limitations when fantasy is so much more appealing would you like to talk to a friend the way you talk to yourself Breathe in and silently ask yourself a question. Breathe out. Listen for the answer, but do not give it to yourself.
2: Okay, Loki, it huge just called you out. Literally. I've never heard a bigger call out than that.
1: And I'm then it gives you, like, do's you. and don'ts, you know? And my do's are homesickness, patchwork quilts, and breakfast in bed. Ooh,
2: gorgeous. Yeah. And then my don'ts,
1: wallowing, high-tech, and projections. So that means
2: you need to stay in bed eating your breakfast. God,
1: I wish. And not be on your computer.
2: But don't wallow.
0: Don't wallow. Don't wallow. And apparently, don't live in a fantasy
1: (laughs) world. That's impossible. (laughs)
2: Literally.
0: (laughs) All right, listen. Mine today says it's better to be in command of your own mind than to try to control someone else's. Ooh. It says, (laughs) are you thinking about emotional responses? Today, there's a little voice in your head telling you that it is selfish to get personal. It's not. You just need to learn that you can't talk about important matters when you feel emotionally vulnerable. Control your impulses. Whatever you do, try not to weaponize your tears. No, my do's are outside the lines, getting lost, and play hooky. And my don'ts are watch the clock, waiting room, or wistfulness.
1: No waiting room for you. No waiting room for me.
0: What does your co-star say today, Alyssa?
2: Okay, so mine says, turn towards what doesn't make sense. Accept ambiguity. And this is through tomorrow, today through tomorrow. Says, today it feels like you're dancing with the fog. Not every uncertainty has to be solved, but they do have to be accepted. Your mind is sharp. Oh my God, thank you. Do's. Blank Canvas, DIY Punk Bands. Okay, maybe we craft today. Don'ts, gavels. Like the judge thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the judge thing.
2: Broadcasting. (laughs) Oop. And fake glasses. Okay. Is that like judging myself? I have no idea what that
1: means. Yeah? Probably. Or judging others. I
0: think, however you interpret it. Judgmental. Oh, that's true. If you have the gavel, you're the one judging.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Love it. It'll be
1: a tough day for you.
2: Live, laugh, love. At least I'm off today. I'll have a lot yeah. of time to process.
0: Mine says um, a resolution for all of us. It says Alyssa's next resolution is to get Twitter famous for real this time. My next resolution is to just say no instead of making excuses.
2: And Spence's
0: is to finish a book, nonfiction.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've never written nonfiction before.
0: So that's where we're at. That's CoStar. I love it. And some days I hate it. But my new app that I'm obsessed with is called The Pattern. Have you guys looked at it? i know you
2: mentioned it recently but i haven't had the chance to like download it and look at it so literally it
0: gives so much information and you can pair yourself up with another person and it will give you like all of this information about the two of you you can do friend or you can do like relationship um which is really cool or you can pick a famous person to do it with to see how you would like match up with them. Did
1: you choose Sarah Catherine?
0: I wonder who you did that with. <laughs> Listen, that's that important. So did but you do Sarah Catherine? I'm signing up right now. She him. wasn't on here.
1: Who did you do? Demi?
0: <gasps> I did I did Demi and I did Haley Steinfeld. Um, how did that go? Demi, it actually said that we would be, like, an incredible match. She's a Leo. Um, Haley Steinfeld, it said that we would probably butt heads, but have a really good time together. (laughs) And I was like, that's fair. That's fair. Um, But it's so fun. And literally, like, it tells you so much about yourself. And it says, like, where your timing is currently like what's going on in your life what to expect like it's oh Go ahead.
2: oh you know what I think my sister downloaded this one because does it tell you like this this year is gonna be like your renewed year and then next yeah, year yeah. <clears throat> so <clears throat> okay, like yeah
0: and Like, it has a monthly moon guide to let you know, like, how you're going to feel for each of the moon phases, like, all of this stuff. It literally has so much information, I don't even think I've read it all yet. It's crazy. That's cool. But it's a lot of fun. Like, today for me, it says, today's a great day to have gratitude for the people traveling along with you on your journey. It's important to prioritize your community to foster an environment of togetherness, Try to minimize your distractions.
2: Hmm. Um, I feel like you. right now minimizing distractions is tough. <laughs> we love a good distraction. Damn.
1: Where is my daily horoscope?
2: Uh
0: yours is the is it horoscope.com?
1: Yeah.
0: It's at the very top. October tenth, twenty twenty three. Oh. 10,
1: there's a powerful mo- movement of energy in your life right now. Ooh. Major overhauls and subsequent undertakings are just waiting for you to give the green light. Realize the potential of instigating a significant change in your life. Don't shy away from the unknown. You understand the need for upheaval. Chaos may be necessary in order to let new opportunities in. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Ooh, ooh, we do love ooh. some chaos. Ooh, tarot cards.
2: Was a good one. That is a good one.
0: Um, mine says keep your eyes open today. Be on the lookout for opportunities and invitations. Don't act too hastily. This is a key time in which life seems to be moving more quickly than ever. Change may be just what you need to foster your growth. Don't just grab the first thing that comes your way. Examine your options closely. Make sure you're confident about the situation, then act.
2: Ooh, that's a good one. I feel like that applies to your situation quite a bit. I agree. I agree. That's great. So this one for Leo says, stay happy in the relationship with pleasant moments today. Minor professional issues exist, but generally the day is productive. Prosperity too exists. Settle the chaos in the relationship to have a happy love life. Accomplish every professional goal today. While wealth will be at your side, be careful about health. That one sounded a little scary. I don't like that one sounded a little scary
0: but
1: wealth will be
0: on your side and we take that
2: okay yeah so true we take that we take that
1: um there's a that. win <laughs> on this website as well it has like matches and like ratings for my mood Ooh. and apparently my match for love is gemini oh bethany we i have something that. to tell you
2: oh my god and we're friendship
1: is sagittarius and careers pisces and my sister happens to be a Pisces. Oh your sister is
0: a Pisces?
1: Alyssa is, yeah.
0: Oh. Um, okay, so the other new thing that I've been obsessed with lately is the modality of your sign.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that is. What is that? Could you explain new? that for everybody there?
0: Yes. Okay, so there are um three modalities cardinal, fixed, and mutable. And it's based on the season that you were born in. So if you're at the start of your season or the middle or the end. Cool. Yeah. So it says uh, every sign is influenced by one of three qualities, cardinal, fixed, or mutable. Each of the qualities is defined by a point within the season. The fall equinox falls on September 22nd, the same day as the sun enters Libra. So because Libra kicks off the fall season, that makes them a cardinal sign. So, it's basically just where you fall in there. Okay, so all Leos are fixed.
2: Okay.
1: I don't like that.
0: (laughs) All right, so for the fixed ones, it corresponds to the middle of the season and the power of sustaining. Fixed signs are determined, unyielding, and likely to preserve their environment. Geminis are mutable um so we're adaptable flexible and likely flow with our environment and then none of us are cardinal but they are dynamic action oriented and like to control their environment there's so so interesting yeah that's my that's my new thing that i've been reading a lot about though i love that yeah but i had never heard about the modalities before
2: no me either that's actually really cool i'm gonna look into that after this news to me uh
1: just happy to be here do you have anything from your little book that you want to add
2: i was yeah yeah. i was debating because it's it's about like queer uh, an astrological guide for lesbians netta got this book for me i don't know if we're keeping this in but netta got this book for me for christmas on the first year that we were like hanging out you know and uh it was really sweet, and then she also got me like a chakra stone, and I don't know, and oh, and a beautiful card with a poem. I know you relate to that, Bethany. Um, That's cute. Anyways, I so, write you poems all the
0: time. Exactly,
2: <laughs> but it's really it's cool. It's a cool book, but it's mainly about like like the the sexual side of things. It's not necessarily about like oh, like friendship, blah 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 blah, blah that sort of thing. <laughs> We prefer
0: things to be about the sexual side,
2: Um, exactly. But there is a section that talks about Gemini and Leo, since we are all that match together.
1: We're in a truffle now. We
0: are.
2: All right, give us a little insider info on Gemini and Leo. Let's give you a little taste. So these two. Big lesbian lovers make a smooth and groovy pair. Miss Leo has a big personality and could border on the pompous without the Gemini woman's airy, cool influence. Airy and cool, cool. eh? (laughs) And Miss Gemini might be left too much to her own superficial devices without the Leo woman's fiery brand of sentiment and deep emotion compatibility is easy for them but like most pairs who make a sextile aspect to each other it could be too easy the challenge for these gals is to push each other's limits let's push our limits
1: bethany guys. i want you to lay down so i can step on you
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: next time you're here <laughs> yeah.
2: so the last paragraph says there is so much good between these gals but they must be vigilant in maintaining their passion for each other Miss Gemini is big on growth, and Miss Leo needs to learn to embrace the concepts of growth and change. If they can pull this off, their relationship will be so wonderful and healthy, it can make all their friends sick. So what
0: it's saying is I'm perfect, and you guys need to learn to be perfect. For sure, but
2: <laughs> Is that what we heard?
0: <laughs> is that not what it said? <laughs> Just kidding. love it i love that now we're gonna do something wild to end we are going to marry fling the signs so what sign we think we would want to marry and fling but first i'm going to give you their positive and negatives of each sign okay so like for aries competitive but insecure Taurus, loyal, but stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> Gemini, versatile, but impatient.
1: Cancer, passionate, but uncommunicative. Leo's, confident, but dominating. True. Virgo's, perfectionist, but self-critical. Um, Libra, empathetic, but indecisive.
2: Scorpios are intense but secretive, two. Sagittarius, spontaneous but flighty. Capricorns are goal oriented but unforgiving. Aquarius, philosophical but detached. And Pisces are whimsical but oversensitive.
0: All right, so then I say we marry Fling based on like these ideas of the signs. Okay.
2: That sounds good. <clears throat> that sounds good to me.
1: Who wants to go first?
2: I'll throw it up there first, if anyone's interested. Throw it up there. (laughs) All right, ladies. This is gonna be a little bit controversial. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and marry a Cancer. I Okay. This is a little shocking to everyone, but I am gonna do it. Shocking. Shocking. Side note, Netta is a Cancer. Uh... I think that the emotion in their hearts is so beautiful, and yes, they are very passionate. And sometimes they have difficulties communicating, but hey, it is what it is. You know, they love big. Love big. They love
1: big. They love big. They're loyal.
2: (laughs) So then,
1: won't tell you what they're thinking.
2: (laughs) Yeah, very true. My fling is going to be a Scorpio. Really? Yeah, because they are intense. Very, okay. very, very intense. Um, and this one, like, how we're rating them is based on this. So, like, it says, but secretive. And all of my experiences with Scorpios is the exact same thing. Okay. So, okay. yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time, right, we and a very bad time, so you don't want to marry him.
0: Yeah, you just want to get in there and get out. Get
2: in there, get out.
0: Get your rocks off.
2: We love that.
0: Get your neck stepped on, you know? All right, Spence, you look like you got something.
1: I am struggling a bit. Okay. Because Ooh. I feel like I get along well with Scorpios. Because they're usually very, as you say, secretive. Sometimes they're a little bitchy. Yeah. And rude. But I'm so, I'm just such a nice person that we would offset each other very well. You would think, right? You would I could fix them, essentially.
2: You could. 100%. I could get
1: them to open up. If anyone could do it, it would be me. 100%. So it's a toughie because I kind of want to marry a Scorpio. Okay. But I also, the Taurus are just loyal, you know? Well, that's really what we need.
2: So true.
1: So I'm struggling. I think. But there's also the Libras who are super empathetic. I'm going to fling <laughs> a Sagittarius. Because okay. they're spontaneous.
2: Yes.
1: And they're flighty. So. It's really, it's perfect for a fling.
2: It actually is
1: beautiful. You have a good time every once in a while, and then they leave. hmm However, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to marry a Scorpio, because if you read, the fiery, intense personality of a Scorpio can make time spent together a wild, dizzying ride, but they will go the extra mile to take care of your emotional needs.
2: That would be nice, yeah. I think you can fix them.
1: I feel like I could get them to open up real quick. And I agree. Yeah, I think I'm going to marry Scorpio. Famous Scorpio celebrities: (laughs) Kendall Jenner. Okay, Okay. I can get down with that. Emma Stone, Winona Ryder, Anne Hathaway. Shine Woodley, Scarlett Johansson, Scarjo, Um, Chris Jenner, Demi Moore. Well, I have Kendall Jenner and Anne Hathaway and Winona Ryder. So really who is
2: Anne <laughs> we Hathaway? That. Done. Um Oh Katie Perry as well.
1: Katie Julia Perry Roberts would be a good time, I think. Apparently apparently Matthew McConaughey is a Scorpio. I could see that so is ryan reynolds and ryan gosling <gasps> and leonardo dicaprio and bill gates
2: wait so Drake. that makes sense
1: but yeah i'm gonna and david schwimmer i'm gonna marry a scorpio
2: i love that i, I love think that. that so for my just because i didn't say my famous yeah dancing, yeah um i've got a good list you guys selena gomez ooh lana del rey okay chloe kardashian the biggest of them all meryl streep oh okay so i'm in i'm in okay yeah 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 all right well for my
0: fling I think I'm going to fling in Aries. Oh, interesting. I feel like it would be a wild time. We would, you know, we would probably have a lot of fun together. Um, but probably not someone that I want to be with forever.
2: <laughs> okay. Sure. Um,
0: uh, might get a little too competitive. A little too much. And if they're insecure, that's not great for the long long haul with me. No, it's not. Um, And then <laughs> I think I'm going to marry a Sagittarius. Really? Um, yeah. Are you
1: taking my fling?
0: Have I'm fun with run. that.
1: Spontaneous but flighty?
0: Yeah, I mean literally, that goes great with the Gemini. Sag is like a great pairing with the Gemini. Because flighty doesn't bother us. We like to move on to the next thing anyway. But you're going to marry a funny person? Yeah, well, just have fun, have a good time, keep things new and exciting, you know? Valid. Yeah. Hey. And my famous uh, Sagittarius queens are Taylor Swift. Oh! Britney Spears. (gasps) Miley Cyrus. Oh. Zoe Kravitz. Tina Turner, Billie did Eilish. Did you
1: look up the celebrities before you picked Sagittarius? Yeah, did you cheat? No,
0: I had already picked it and then <laughs> looked them up. All
1: right. Just make sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Vanessa Hudgens, Christina Aguilera, Haley Steinfeld. Oh, We've my God. Some... Okay,
1: you looked this
0: up I, beforehand. No, I literally didn't. But... Haley Steinfeld. I actually didn't see her until right now because she's at the bottom. But also Amanda Seafried. We love oh, her. Love her. So, we've got
2: a pretty good list. I agree. That's a great list.
1: I think, I think... if I was going to marry somebody else, it would be an Aquarius.
0: Really? The philosophical, Why? but
1: detached. I just like the, I like that they don't really, they're very kind of like reclusive. And I am as well. Most of the time, I feel like I get them out of their little shell. And they're a deep thinker. I love that. We love the deep think.
2: Yeah, we do. Unless it's about the um, relationship,
1: then we don't. You don't like deep thinking about the relationship.
2: Overthinking, I guess I should say. Oh, yeah, deep thinking. Like, yeah, deep thinking is deep good. thinking. Overthinking. Yeah, my bad. I don't know
1: um,
0: if I know any Aquarius.
1: They're apparently the rarest sign. Oh, January twentieth to February eighteenth. Harry Styles. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Michael Jordan. Ellen DeGeneres,
2: hey. Chris Rock, <laughs> there you Alicia go.
1: Keys, Elizabeth Olsen,
2: oh.
1: Jennifer Aniston, and Kelly Rowland.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay.
1: And You've... that is it, apparently.
0: Wow. You've, You've got to oh, switch Oprah? yours. My sister is an Aquarius moon, and Carly is an Aquarius moon.
2: I'm also an Aquarius
0: moon. You are an Aquarius moon. And that's it on my list of people.
2: Interesting.
0: That's funny that all three of you are Aquarius moons,
1: so. though.
2: Yeah, actually. What does that mean? Let me see.
1: So, the moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. This is likely the sign you most think of yourself as, since it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. Your moon is in Virgo, meaning your emotional self is analytical, responsible, and pacifying. A bundle of nerves you struggle with a need to be pure that may come out in self-sacrificing or nitpicky tendencies. It's in your fourth house, meaning you find security and safety through your home and family. Ooh.
2: Yours was Virgo? Yeah. So So if
1: you go on to CoStar, did you find it?
2: I just found it. Okay. So moon in Aquarius. The moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. This is likely the sign that you most think of yourself... Okay, I guess I didn't need to read that because you just did. <laughs> um, your moon is in Aquarius, meaning your emotional self is intuitive, observant, detached, and rational. You are often in your own world but are scared of how you truly feel. It's in your fourth house, meaning you find security and safety through your home and family.
1: What does your rising say?
2: My rising?
1: Or ascendant.
2: Whatever. is Libra. Yeah yeah
1: so like what is like what does it say about it
2: (laughs) it says your ascendant or rising is the mask you present to people it can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people when you first meet some say it becomes less relevant as you get older it changes every two hours so if it doesn't make sense reconfirm your birth time to make sure oh interesting Your ascendant is in Libra, meaning you come across as compromising, courteous, and fair-minded, though sometimes passive-aggressive. You seem inclined towards balance in all forms, aesthetic, romantic, and judgment.
1: I I, good. I don't know.
2: I just don't know. I think that's great. Your ascendant
1: is in Gemini, meaning you come across as quick-witted, chatty, eclectic, and fun though somewhat inconsistent in the conversation you seem probing and curious
2: yes oh i love
0: that that's the same as mine mine is in my uh you're rising rising is gemini but my moon is in aries and oh. it says my moon in aries is meaning that your emotional self is independent energetic and enthusiastic You have a tendency to feel inadequate and overcompensate just because failure failure is a possibility. It's in your fifth house, meaning you find security and safety through romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure.
2: That's pretty accurate.
1: They also have the Mercury and Venus, which determines how you communicate and how you love. The Venus is for love. What's the love
2: on that makes sense?
1: uh so for mercury my mercury is in virgo mercury determines how you communicate talk think and process information and also indicates how you learn it is the mind's planet your mercury is in virgo meaning your intellect is analytical precise and diligent your unbiased sense of logic can make you seem a bit clinical you have a tendency to be nitpicky and point out what's wrong rather than what's right you're a planner and pay attention to all the details It's in your fourth house, meaning you're curious about and inclined to analyze how to take care of people and what feels like home. Oh,
0: that's cute. My mercury is in cancer. So my intellect. Why did you sound upset about that? My mercury is in
1: emotional.
0: Uh, My intellect is emotional and empathetic. You have a strong intuition and skill for diplomacy. You may instead favor volatility and irrationality. Sighing is a favored <laughs> mode of communication. It's in your second house, meaning you are curious about and inclined to analyze what is valuable to you, the resources you have, and the resources you want.
2: <laughs> I feel like that hits it pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good.
1: Pretty nail on yeah. head there.
2: My Mercury is in Leo. So, uh, meaning your intellect is persuasive, idealistic, and bold. A natural leader, you speak artic- articulately <laughs>
1: <Fairly> <laughs> not.
2: Yeah, and with confidence, LOL. You use creativity and warmth to win others' attention. You may come off as overbearing or conceited. Oh my God, do I? Um, yeah. It's in my 10th house, meaning you're curious about and inclined to analyze your responsibilities and what you need to accomplish in the world. That last bit, I think, is true. Yeah, I feel like it is. Do I come off as overbearing and conceited? Do I come no. off as conceited? All the no. time. Yeah?
1: No, you no, do not. you don't.
2: Okay, because that's not how I feel inside. <laughs> well, Someday. let's do our Venus.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah I'm down for Venus. Because this might explain a lot to the two of you that my Venus is in Gemini also. Okay. Yeah,
1: big shocker. Go ahead, bud. <laughs>
0: Um, because Venus determines how and what you love, how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. Okay, Venus is in Gemini, meaning your romantic side is dynamic, curious, and easily bored. You love witty banter, but you may have trouble deepening your relationships. You tend to be a bit timid and discreet with your crushes because you don't know how to be forthright. It's in your 12th house, meaning that for you, love is often expressed in privacy, secrets, and introspection.
2: That's pretty damn accurate, I must say, except for the timid part. Yeah, I was, I was literally shaking my head as you were reading.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not, a, I'm not timid.
1: Do you want to go next, Alyssa?
2: Oh no, you please.
1: All right. So, my Venus is in Virgo, meaning your romantic side is hyper analytical. You overanalyze everything and will hide your feelings until you feel absolutely certain. You can be a nit, you can be a bit nitpicky and controlling, but it comes out of thoughtfulness and care for others. it's in your fourth house, meaning your love is also often, especially in your home and your family.
2: So my Venus is in wait, wait, where was your Venus? It was Virgo? Virgo. Mine is too. Oh, (laughs)
1: loving
0: the same. Let's just at least do our Mars because that one is for like sex and aggression.
2: (gasps) Oh, really? That's fine. Sex and aggression.
0: (laughs) Mars is the planet of aggression. Mine is in cancer. Oh, It determines how you assert yourself, take action, and the energy that surrounds you, particularly in your sex life, your ambitiousness, and when you're angry. Your Mars is in Cancer, meaning you assert yourself in a way that is emotional and somewhat passive-aggressive. You push things forward only when you feel safe and secure. It's in your second house, meaning you put a lot of energy into money and material possessions.
1: My Mars is in Libra. Meaning, while it may take you a while to make a decision, you assert yourself in a way that is fair-minded and relativistic, though sometimes passive-aggressive. It's in your fifth house, meaning you put a lot of energy into romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure.
2: So true. Mm -hmm. So accurate on that We love that. So my Mars is in Gemini, you guys. Ooh. Um... Meaning, you assert yourself in a way that is quick and heady, and you push things forward with lots of energy, though sometimes without focus. It's in your eighth house, meaning you put a lot of energy into darkness, taboos, rebirth, sex, and transformation. They're not wrong. (laughs) They're (laughs) not wrong.
0: We love that for you. We love that you have a little bit of Gemini in there. You know.
2: You know how it is. (laughs)
0: i love that you guys both have gemini in you i don't have a single leo thing in me
1: thank god
2: i'm actually pretty surprised
0: you wouldn't shut up
2: like a lot of your characteristics are
0: stereotypically leo-esque but i have i have aries in me so i have a little bit of fire sign
2: oh yeah yeah valid
0: um so it turns out i actually have a lot of fire signs in me because i have aries and i have a bunch in sag
2: um, oh, is Sag a fire sign? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that makes sense. These were very right. informative. I haven't read these like since I first downloaded yeah. them. Yeah, however long ago that was. This was a great episode.
0: Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone.
2: <laughs>
1: love it's you all so much, and everybody.
0: We love you. As always, thanks everyone for
1: listening. You can find us on TikTok at Gay Girls Club Podcast, Instagram at Gay Girls Club Pod, and our Patreon is Gay Girls Club.
2: Make sure to tune in next week for another episode. We'll see you then.